0: back to another podcast episode of Car Sales 101. I am on vacation, guys. Actually, if you hear about this. I'll say more of this in the next episode. Cause this I recorded the next episode before I recorded this episode. But in this episode, I'm gonna do I'm gonna let y'all know I did get let go from the dealership where that I was at. Good thing is I haven't taken time off in a while. Bad thing is I don't think I was let go the right way. But Regardless, it is what it is. Not upset, not mad. It's just a learning learning experience for me. But before we get started, <clears throat> I just want to let y'all know if y'all want to reach out to me, you can reach out to me on Facebook, uh, Tony Story S T O R I E, Instagram at TNT Dad two seven two eight, and LinkedIn Tony in parentheses Anthony last name Story. All right. Well, anyways, uh, the very last, the other thing is, uh, if you're listening to this podcast and this is your first time listen to it or 3rd, 4th, 5th, 60th time, please give me a 5-star review. Truly appreciate it. Um, Write something in there. Whatever platform you're listening to me on, Spotify, uh, iTunes, or Apple, whatever the Apple devices are because I have Apple. But anyways, those are the platforms you can rate me on. I truly appreciate it. Just let you all know, I am outside, so you will hear some background noise. I do apologize for that. But anyways, I'm on vacation. I'm enjoying myself first time in a long time I've stepped away from the hustle and bustle of the car business. Uh, I think I really needed it because I really needed some time to clear my head. There are some dogs next door barking, so let me get up. So this episode, what I'm going to kind of discuss with y'all is what kind of happened to me on my dealership. Not not happened to me, and it wasn't my dealership. It was the dealership I worked at. But one of the things that, um, ew, that's loud. I'm sorry about that. But one of the things that happened at the dealership I was at um, it kind of brought to light and it's going to squeak in. There you go. Um, one thing that brought to light to me was, and I think this is more of a motivational kind of thing. Well, not motivational thing, but this is one of those things I like to put on the Monday motivation, um, is that, you know, you got to manage your expectations. This mainly is going to go out to managers with salespeople's and GMs or whatnot, is that the way I was let go, I don't think it was the right way to do it. But the other thing was, the expectations weren't managed properly. And in a way they were, but they weren't. And there was no true metrics to measure you know, how those expectations were to be met. So um, whenever you sit there and you have a salesperson and you hire them on, you, know, you, you sit there and you tell them what you expect of them. And, and I've told every single one of them, you know, I want you to sell eight, nine, 10 cars. But at the beginning of every month, I sit there and I do a a, daily, a monthly goal of where I think they should be, whether it be a 90 day rolling average or they first started with me, or if they come from another dealership, I, I put the expectations out there. The reason why you put expectations out there and you don't put un, unheard expectations, the ones that you never talk about is, is when you do that and they don't meet those expectations that you never told them about, it creates resentment. And the resentment is one of the worst things to have in the car business, because then it all, it all of a sudden creates office politics, um, office gossip, and it's not, it's not a good place to be in. I'm telling you firsthand, I've been on both sides of it. And the latter side of me, you know, being full disclosure about what's going on uh, to my salespeople and what I expect of them or whatnot has always been more beneficial to me. When I didn't tell them, you know, back in the day um, when I was at my first dealership, Legacy Ford, you know, the worst thing about it was is that, you know, I put these expectations out there and I would get mad at the salespeople. And the thing was is I was the only person getting mad. I was the only person getting upset, and sorry, I got fireworks, but I was the only person getting mad. I was the only person getting upset, and it was like poisoning, eating at my body. And, you know, that's one of the key things that I think we as managers need to do is we need to manage our expectations of ourselves, people. Now, obviously... You need to have different expectations for each salespeople. But you also need to be able to read the salespeople that you're dealing with. So for instance, one might be more made motivated by money. One might be more motivated by time off. Whatever it may be, I had a salesperson I went there and I interviewed with. I had a sales manager I interviewed with, and he was, she was just talking to me. And you could kind of hear what she was saying. She didn't know how to manage her salesperson. And it was funny because she was like, you know, I have a salesperson you know, you know, money doesn't motivate him. I'm like, okay, well, let me give you an instance of what I dealt with. I had a salesperson, I handed him his washout, and it was one of the worst washouts I've ever seen. And I handed it to him, and I was like, man, I guess this must really suck. You know, it uh, should be a motivation for you to make more money. He's like, money ain't everything. Long story short, he went on vacation, came back from vacation, and he was good to go. Just ready, ripping roaring, selling cars, because he got what he wanted out of himself. And that was one of those things. If I were to listen to this guy, money is still a motivating factor because he has to have money to go on that vacation. But the vacation was more of the motivating factor. It was the money he made to plan that trip to whatever vacation he wanted, which was Hong Kong. But it was just one of those things. You need to really get to know your salespeople. You really need to get to know your staff, your finance managers, your other desk managers, you need to figure out what motivates them to get to the next level, or maybe it's not the next level they're trying to get to, or what motivates them to come in every day. And that's one of the things I've learned and I've taken back from the experience I had at this dealership. Now, mind you, you know, I don't think I was... I, my, my expectations were set out there clearly. Um, I had expectations set out of, you know, hitting numbers, but there was no true uh, expectations of, you know, this is the gross you need to be at, so on and so forth. And just the way I was let go, I think it was... Um, you know, he, the the reason I was told that I was let go was for the simple fact that I asked for too much money, which and which kind of blew my mind a little bit because I told him, I said, this is what I expect to make while I'm out here. So that's another thing too. You know, now that I've kind of sat in the back seat, or not that I've sat in the back seat, but since I've been let, let go of the dealership that I was at, the one thing I have is every dealership that I've interviewed with, I've let them know what the, my expectations were. Hey, this is what I'm trying to do. This is what I'm trying to achieve. If it's possible, great. If it's not, it's not, you know. Um, One of the dealerships I didn't get a job at, and, you know, I asked him what it was, and he said he just found a more qualified candidate. So, if he did or didn't, I kind of, I'm like, all right, whatever. I know how qualified I am, but I was like, okay, cool, fine. So the good news is, you know, they filled that position, but I knew what he told me was that they found a better candidate, so next time I know, you know, how to manage my expectations when I go to dealership, you know. Who am I going against? What do I need to do? to Set myself apart? It's just those simple things, and so you know, I have another dealership that I interviewed back that I haven't gotten an answer from. They got one that I did get an answer from, another one that I, you know, that I got for a finance position, which I'm kind of not veering towards that at all. But you know, I just when I went in there and I interviewed them, I let them know I let them know my expectations were upfront, and that's what I think you always need to do. Um, and the same thing goes with customers. Whenever you sit there and you have a customer and you bring them in. Manage your expectations. Say, hey, look, you know, I, you know, my expectation is to hopefully sell a car today. If I don't do that, what is it that y'all want to achieve? That way, they let you know what their expectations are. Whether it is they want to sell, they want to buy a car today, they just want to do some um, shopping. Whatever you know, whatever it is they need to do, that's the thing you really need to focus on. And I'm telling you guys, if they came in just to look at cars today and they wanted to kind of you know put your put your brand amongst other brands, you really need to kind of just do what they are more focused on now don't get me wrong i think there's always steps to the sale i always agree there's steps to the sale you know you need to sit there and you know follow each one of those steps but i think when you ask the customer hey what's the goal what what's the whole entire goal of today is to buy a new car which is one of the key things i want to do i always want to sell a car to every customer but if that's not the goal of today i want to know what it is are we doing shopping Are we eliminating my vehicle or are we making them part of the fleet? Are you coming out here just to know what your trade's worth? What is your expectation today of what you want to walk away with? And when you do that, when you ask that customer that question and they give you the answer of, well, this is my expectation is it takes all the guesswork out of what what y'all are trying to fish for. And the other thing is, is that it it eases the mind of the customer because then that's all they know you're trying to do because one thing I did is I talked to one of the managers of where I'm at, the GSMs and we almost put ourselves and it was, it was one of the key things that took away from, you know, one of the interviews I had is that, you know, we sit there and we almost ask every customer, every question to get them to lie to us. We just ask them simple questions over and over again to get them to lie to us. You know, are you buying today? What payment are you looking for? Okay. Are you, are you trading your vehicle in? And we ask them questions over and over and over again, it's almost to the point where they feel like they have to answer us, and when they answer us, they answer us by line. Hey, you buying a car today? No, I'm not buying a car today. Well, in fact, they are. You know, they might have been they might have been buying a car today, but it's just how you propose that question to them. But you know, that's one of the things I can I can tell you right now. As salespeople, manage the expectations of your of your customers, but also let them know what your expectations are. Uh, as a managers, GMs, finance managers, whatever it may be whoever you're over or whoever's directly reporting to you, let them know what those expectations are. Once you do that, it sits there and it makes it for a different, it makes it for a much easier um, time. And that way, you know, you're not sitting there replacing that customer, that, that salesperson or that manager at the very last minute. Cause I know too many times we have managers um, that all of a sudden we're, we're sitting there and we're going to replace. And you know, we didn't have to replace them if we would have just managed the expectations to begin with. So, um, Anyways, my son's out here giving me the uh, evil. I think he wants me to come in and watch TV with him. But I'm telling you guys, please manage the expectations of everybody at every level within the dealership. And it'll make your life a lot easier. Uh, it'll make things less uh, political around the dealership. And it just makes things of less gossip around the dealership. So guys, I want to let y'all know I love y'all, but if y'all want to know where to find me, once again, find me on Facebook, Tony Story, S-T-O-R-I-E, Instagram at Dad 2728 LinkedIn, Tony, in parentheses, Anthony, last name, Story. Also, um, um, please give me a five-star review if you can on whatever platform you're listening to me and also write a little review. I truly appreciate that. I actually go through and read all the reviews. Um, now, the next episode I'm going to record is going to kind of predate back to this episode. But guys, I want to also let y'all know this could be the hardest five-figure business or the easiest six-figure. It's just what you make it at the end of the day. I'm probably going to let y'all know by Friday who I'm going to work for. So, And the other thing is we all win when win, we all win. So whatever information you're taking from this, share it with somebody else, whether it be the 50th episode, the 32nd episode, the 29th episode, whatever it may be, please take this, share it with somebody, and let them know, um, you know either how to get back on track or what it takes to get started from the very beginning at the dealership. All right, guys, you know, I love you. Um, if you want to reach out to me, please DM me, um, instant message me. Um, I don't mind sharing my phone number with you as long as, you know, you sit there and you private message me or DM me, because I don't want everybody calling me. Um, you're all, I'll always more than welcome email you anything that I have, whether it be goal sheets, email templates or whatnot. I have no problem sharing that with you guys. All right, guys, you know, I love you. My son just went back inside. Um, I'm in Abilene, Texas and I think I'm getting bit by mosquitoes right now. So I'm going inside guys. All right peace